Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a classic joke that even those that are the butt of it are known to laugh at, but there's always some point for some people when the joke goes too far. And that point was reached a week ago in Everett, Washington, during a rally that was meant to offer support for the region's law enforcement officers. As it turns out, counter-protesters showed up, including an unidentified 18-year-old man who arrived to taunt police with the donut. Apparently, he had hung it from a string as if it were bait, something that officers initially caught on video were seen laughing at. That's when things got a little fuzzy, as the dude supporters say he didn't do anything wrong. The police say the guy actually hit the deputy in the face with the donut on a string, and he was arrested on assault charges. You know, Cliff, if I have a birthday party next year, Uh I would like to play that game, to be honest with you. Donut on a string? Hit me in the face with a donut (laughs) on a string, yes. I I could be like a gold medal winner of that contest, Cliff. It, it's like so. It would be like the uh, pin the tail on the donkey. Exactly. <laughs> the people who are playing the game are blindfolded, and they're trying to hit you in the face with the donut on a string. Oh man! <laughs> you know, Cliff, we might want to write this one down. Whenever we get back together in studio yeah, here, yeah, yep. we could do that on Facebook. You could have a fishing line. We could mm-hmm. come up with a pole somewhere. You got a pole? <laughs> I come up with a stick of. Some sort that would suffice. <laughs> Donut on a string. Oh, hit me in the face. <laughs> this reminder. You ever wanted to live where the action is, Cliff? <laughs> well, it gets tiring after a while, i got to say. I wouldn't mind visiting the neighborhood from time to time, though. <laughs> you know, because I lived in Houston, Texas for a number of years. Fourth largest city in the country. And... um it was a place where you could basically go and do anything you wanted to do. You wanted to go to a major league baseball game on a, let's like, if you decide at 5 PM on Friday, Hey, the Astros are playing. Let's go to the dome. You could be there in like 45 minutes <laughs> and get, and get a, get a ticket for like $10. Or if you wanted, let's go down to the Greek area of town and have some real Greek food. You know, that could, you could do that kind of thing, but, on a day-to-day basis, it, if you wanted to go to Home Depot, it, literally to go on a Saturday to Home Depot, it was like a three- or four-hour ordeal just because of the traffic and the number of people that were out. So, I mean, it has good points and bad points. I don't need that kind of action, Cliff, in my life. <laughs> I'm going to just stay where I'm at with non-actionness, yeah. and that's where I'm going yeah. to be. We'd many folks who have moved from small towns to big cities have found some form of adjust, adjustment in order. There are many things different about living in, say, Toronto than, say, Patoka. Some of them are good and some of them are not. One of the things that requires the most adjustment is how you live, where you live. As in the big city, many will buy into a condo, which is basically an apartment that you own, one of the good things about condo living in many places is that there's a management company that takes care of your household maintenance. And one of the bad things about condo living is that there's a management company that takes care of your household maintenance. 
like, say, in this one building in Toronto's densely packed city place neighborhood, where what was meant to be an upgrade has left all the residents of the building quite angry. It turns out condo management thought it appropriate to replace everyone's toilet with a new, more efficient variety. And we all know how well those work now, don't we? Residents of the building are complaining that those fancy toilets clog almost daily. And as an added bonus, management says you're not allowed to use a regular plunger to clear it. No, you have to use a high-powered pump-handled device called a Puzuka. Now, the building has only one Puzuka. Residents have to check it out from building security to use it. Going to get that thing has to be a real walk of shame. <laughs> I'll be back, honey. I have to go get the Puzuka. <laughs> Doggone it. Mort in room 622 has it. <laughs> Someone else is already using it. We're going to have Puzuka. to wait. Can you hold on? <laughs> no, no, I can't hold on. <laughs> I hate those new toilets, Cliff. I, I agree, yeah. I just as soon waste the water. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't work, it's not worth having. No, because you have to flush it so many times, you've used more water than if it just used water yes. the first time. And, and then it gets clogged up, and you have to use a puzuka. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to see a picture of one of them. I'm going to have to Google that, Cliff. I, you, yeah, it's... It, is it like Google, a gun? Well, it's, it's like a big... It's, you know, like what you would pump um, air into a bicycle tire? Yes. It's kind of like that, but bigger. Does it come with a backpack so I can carry it around with me? <laughs> now, really, would you want that on your back? <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic here at 715. <laughs> what are you talking I about? I want to thank Danielle, who thought enough of us, Cliff, to private message yeah. us on Facebook a yeah. picture of one of those. Oh, she sent us a puzuka. Yes, she did. <laughs> and after I saw that picture, Cliff, I thought, well, I wonder yeah. what else they've got. And I found this one here. It yeah. looks like a pogo stick. Now, it's sad, Cliff, on a Friday we're talking plungers, but this one looks like a pogo <laughs> stick. And it's called the, and I love the first name, the Vortex Professional Grade Plunger <laughs> with drip tray <laughs> and a splash guard. <laughs> now, I want the one cliff that has the extra large splash guard, because if you're pogo sticking that thing, <laughs> you've got a clog clog. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you have to apply your feet to the plunger for extra power, you've really clogged that dude up. Yeah, you probably just ought to call the uh, plumber and get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There are some things at a restaurant that I really don't need to be proven to me. <laughs> okay. And um, this story comes to us from China. All right. A woman there demanded compensation from a restaurant that her and her daughter were at okay. after her daughter accidentally ate half a worm in her meal. So now, if, there's a worm in her food. Yes. Yeah, so if that happens, you know, here, yeah. I mean, it's pandemonium. If you would bite into something at a restaurant and there's half of a worm left and you've got the other half in your mouth. Is that not true? I would say so, yeah. Yes. I mean, but in China, yeah. to prove the worm was harmless, the manager of that restaurant mm -hmm. sauntered over and ate the rest of the worm that was left <laughs> in the food. 
You probably wouldn't see that here in this country. You're not making any bonus points <laughs> by doing that, Cliff. If I'm no. eating half of a worm and you eat the other no. half. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if the health department comes to inspect your restaurant, they're not going to taste test your worms. I wouldn't want anybody taste testing the worm. <laughs> well, we're counting down to the weekend, and before we get any closer to it, Cliff. Yes? I just want to point out, yes. It's hot enough for me. Please stop asking me whenever you see me out and about. <laughs> In sports, Jackie Young and the Las Vegas Aces kicking off their season over the weekend. That's a game you can see on national television. Is that not weird, Cliff? What's that? Seeing a local person on national TV. <laughs> well, yeah, kind Numerous of. times. Yeah. I mean, when Don Mattingly was playing for the Yankees, I always thought, yeah. that's weird. Because, you know... <laughs> I was sitting on the bench in high school watching him play against my high school team. <laughs> you were sitting on the bench. Yes. That was my that's my connection with Don Mattingly Don right Mattingly. there. We share something there together, Cliff, that only you, an athlete you, would know right. what I'm talking you, about here. You rode the pine while he knocked it out of the park. Yes, that's it. Well he did too, yes. <laughs> so you know we're kinda close. No, you're not. Me and Mr. Mattingly, you know? You've, you, yeah. Have you ever actually spoken with Don Mattingly? No. No, okay. But we're, not, we got a connection that really right. doesn't need words. You know, although on the other hand, we both have talked at length with Jackie Young. Well, that is true. So. Well, maybe I know her a little bit better than <laughs> You Don know her Mattingly. better than you know Don Mattingly. Well, just a little bit. But we don't yeah. have that connection that me and Don have. <laughs> That doesn't sound right, does it, Cliff? No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't go with that one if I Yeah, I think I'm gonna <laughs> You should change that up. I think we'll go with a song from Little Big Town right now. <laughs> Woo. We now have some exciting news from the world of sports. The NHL is expanding. League officials say in two thousand twenty one the National Hockey League will expand to thirty two teams, including or they'll add Seattle as the newest franchise. And the new owners, after tossing $650 million the way of the league to get the franchise, getting ready to put the team on ice, including coming up with a name, colors, and logo. And they've decided they're going to call the team the Seattle Kraken. And while many will imagine the furor on the ice before the start of the first game with the PA announcer screaming, Release the Kraken! Many on Twitter had a slightly different interpretation. Like, say, the guy who posted that the fans of the Seattle Kraken would be called Crackheads. <laughs> and they'd play their games in a place called the Crack House. <laughs> and, yes, it was also noted that the mascot could possibly be named Phil McCracken. <laughs> From Ireland, Indiana? From uh, Yeah, possibly, yeah. Oh. Now, there are, yeah, there are those, of course, who think there was a better choice left on the table as a tribute to the area's wet climate and continuing bird problem, some of people would like to have seen the team named the Rain City Bitch Pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> and they come up with the logo and everything. <laughs> the Rain City Rash, Cliff. That would be a good one right there. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't think a number one song would cause stress in your life, Cliff, but... Yeah. Miranda Lambert's Bluebird made it to new, number one and yeah. is causing her a lot of stress because mm -hmm. one of the uh, writers of that song, when he wrote yeah. it, 
yeah. through down with Miranda that once it becomes a number one song, we're going to get little bluebirds tattooed on our bodies. <laughs> and he's he's all right with it. And she's like, I'm running out of spaces to put stuff on my body. I mean, that's a lot of tattoos, Cliff, if you can't put a little bluebird somewhere Somewhere. On you, like a foot or something. But anyway, that's that's going on right now. <laughs> I mean, it could be it could be a little tattoo. Doesn't have to be huge, not at all. You ever heard a song maybe a hundred, two hundred times, and then you hear it, and all of a sudden you hear something in it you've never heard before, Cliff? Yes. That happened to me today. Oh, really? Just moments yeah. ago. Okay. When we played George Jones's He Stopped Loving Her Today. All right. I've heard that song, I'll bet you, 500 times. Yeah. And it's one of the all-time classics in country music. Mm-hmm. But today when I was listening, and I listened intently to it, yeah. I'm telling you, Cliff, mm-hmm. I can hear Sam Hunt doing a remake of that song. <laughs> can you not hear that, Cliff, if you listen intently? Um, I'm going to have to go back. And listen to it again and and see if I can feel that. I, I felt it today. I mean, it would be like a he, 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 he stopped a loving to her. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I just have to say, Cliff, here at 846, that not all, not all ideas are popular when they first start out. But sometimes they grow into something <laughs> very special. I you mean, know, it, that's that's absolutely true. And my Sam Hunt reference about redoing the George Jones song... <laughs> seem to have stirred up a bunch of folks on our text messages. Yes, I'm not saying because, he's doing it. No, no, I'm not saying. No, I, I totally understand. A lot of people think that's probably one of the best country music songs ever put on vinyl. And then you suggesting that Sam Hunt butcher it <laughs> was just more than they could take. Apparently, I, I, apparently so. <laughs> Although I personally don't care. I'd like to hear you know a new take on stuff sometimes. I should have brought this up earlier, Cliff. I meant to. What's that? Today is mm-hmm. National Cousins Day. Okay. Except in Alabama. <laughs> What's it in Alabama? They then? celebrate that on Valentine's Day. I think it's a <laughs> I think it's a law there or something, Cliff. But oh my! Everywhere else, oh. it's time to celebrate oh your cousin. Well, EP News earlier this morning, Cliff mentioned a Robert yeah. E. Lee statue that they uh, took down. That's been there, uh, well, it was on the exact spot where he took over the Confederate Army. Yes. And there's also some rumors going around circulating. I don't know if any of it's true or not, but protesters are now wanting to topple Elvis Presley statues throughout <laughs> the country. Why would they be? Why would they want to do that? I don't understand. I don't understand that either. They've been painting on Jimi Hendrix statues all over the country. I don't know why also, they're doing that either. Also makes no sense. But they're wanting to topple over the Elvis Presley statues, wherever they can find them. Now, that's the rumor. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be the late-in-his-life Elvis <laughs> Presley statue because... <laughs> well... <laughs> It'll just roll over nice and gently. <laughs> I don't know if you could tip that thing over or not, Cliff. <laughs> It'll bounce back up, yeah. you know. Yes, it will. <laughs> now, since I've done such a wonderful job, obviously, this week, Cliff, of uh, picking out our Take It to the Bank, I thought oh, I'd put oh, all the oh. pressure on you this, this morning. Oh, really? Yes. Because Take It to the Bank, out of four days so far this week, Take It to the Bank was so bad it was just canceled before whatever went on the air. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, yes. 50%. 50%. You have a 50% success rate. Yes. <laughs> so I thought I'd put the pressure on you, Cliff, 
Okay. Uh, do you want to hear about uh, mascots on cereal boxes? Yeah. Or talk to my right ear? <laughs> it's entirely up to you, Cliff. I want to talk to your right ear. All right. We're going to do talk to my right ear. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Entirely okay. selected this morning by our news director, Cliff Ingram. Let's get that out of the way right off the bat. <laughs> so you're you're like absolving yourself of any blame that may come on how bad this is. Any hatred of this, Cliff, will be right smack in your lap, okay? Okay. There will be hating your lap this morning. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. It's fine. It's Science, all Cliff, has discovered yeah. that the secret to getting somebody to do something that you want them to do yeah. is ask them in their right ear. Now really? I want you to picture that. That's a little creepy if you're standing in front of somebody and you have to lean over into their right ear. But they say yeah. if you do that, <laughs> yeah. people like that better if you address them in their right ear. They, I, I, had, I did not know that. They find it easier to process the information and therefore they're more likely to perform the task that you've asked them to do. And it even has a name. Oh, the it does. right ear advantage. <laughs> Which okay. sounds like a hockey play to me, but anyway, that's what it's called. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. I don't need that kind of action. Weed, I think you need any kind of action oh. at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there, yes. Number two. Honey, I'm going down to get the Puzuka. <laughs> Always going to be number two. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, we're going to get little bluebirds tattooed on our bodies. No, we're not. <laughs> that was not us we were talking about. Does that bazooka thing, does it have a splash guard? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I don't believe it does. I want my bazooka to have a splash guard. <laughs> yeah. A uh -huh. wide range splash guard. <laughs> Cover the whole bowl, please. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.